Hey friends, so it's been a little while. I know we missed you all last week, but you know, moving through the world, trying to make the best of what's going on. I don't want you to use that. <laughs> I don't want you to use that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it made me feel weird. I mean, if it seems like it's okay to use, then I guess. Anyway. It's been a while and I have taken some time off work, some like elective time off work, just because if, not even if, being honest with myself about the way that I'm existing in the world right now and the things that I need and the time that I need to sort through some things, to give myself some space to like process and just kind of exist and sit with myself it needed to happen. So it's been about two weeks that I've been off. And so I've had time to just kind of like sit with myself and be like lazy, just walk around. Um, I went on like a two hour journey to get a basketball the other day. It took me almost the whole two hours to get it, which was surprising because I live in the hood. So I figured they gonna have basketball somewhere, right? I went to like six stores. It did not happen. But um, it's been a lot of time to like sit with myself, sort through my emotions. I have been having a pretty hard time with just like moving through the world and existing. And I wasn't really being honest with myself about that. And so it feels good to have come to that conclusion and to have the time off to kind of process, to double down with my therapist and have some like extra sessions to get some really good time in with my friends. And yeah, so leading up to me taking the time off, There were a lot of conversations being had with myself and people that I love, people that love me about the way that I typically move in regards to people that I care about, that being in a very self-sacrificing way, which is not as noble as I feel like it's been painted up to be and will eventually get you to a point that just has you being exhausted and having nothing else to offer because you weren't honest with yourself about the ways in which you were able to show up or the ways that you needed space or time or whatever. And so I was kind of like forced to do that based on the ways that my own life was moving, my life in comparison to the people that I love and that I care about. And that has been really beautiful for myself and for those friendships just because we're able to get to know each other on deeper levels. And at one point, I ended up in a conversation with Trent, actually, where we were talking about what it looks like to become your most authentic self. And I was like, you know what? I feel like that's a journey that most of us are on, and we always want to honor that, and we want to be our most authentic selves. But a lot of times, we don't know what that looks like or know what the proper way to find out who your authentic self is or any of those things. So I wanted to bring that to y'all and I'm going to talk to y'all about it a little bit and share some of my experiences in figuring out who my most authentic self is in ways that I try to honor my most authentic self. That's a little bit of a tongue twister, (laughs) y'all. So yeah, welcome back, y'all.
So it's been about two and a half weeks that I've been off of work. And I've been looking at it as kind of like that time when people are like, yeah, so I'm just finding myself right now. And I'm not doing it in the like super privileged, I get to take two years and backpack through Europe. Because, you know, that's, that's just not the life that I live. But I do have the privilege of being able to name that I need time away from work and having that be supported by my therapist and be a thing that I can do. It essentially took me kind of getting to a place where it was just clear that I just, like, I didn't have it to offer. And so that was really, like, the... Not like the straw that broke the camel's back, but like the thing that forced me to kind of sit down and be like, okay, so probably, probably you're not as good as you've been moving through the world and behaving as though you are. And the first step of like admitting that, like I know that they say that thing, admitting is the first step. But really, I always figured that that would be something that was really more geared towards needing help from like a vice of some sort or an abuse cycle or something along those lines, right? But it also being the first step of me giving myself space to figure my own shit out and to actually invest time in myself and in my own mental health and mental stability was a difficult but very rewarding thing. Having people ask me how I'm doing and like honestly being like, I'm not doing great but I'm here and I'm giving you what I have, has been settling in in a way that's like finally being honest with yourself, right? Like once you've quit doing the thing where you're like, oh, no, I'm fine. Don't worry about me, yada, yada, yada. Like all these things, I ain't got it. So I'm gonna give you what I do have. And when I don't have it, I'm gonna remove myself. And so being that it's reached a point where it's like, I consistently don't have it. I'm like on a journey to find it now. (laughs) And I don't feel nearly as silly or goofy as that statement is usually meant to feel when someone says it. Mostly because I I literally am doing that and it feels, it feels good. It's hard. It's real, it's real fucking hard y'all. But I do see space being made and I do see progress being made and That is the thing that matters. And that progress right now looks like me being honest about what I have to give. It looks like me figuring out how I got to the places that I am and figuring out the behaviors and the reinforcement of said behaviors. But a thing that I have thought about pretty deeply in regards to the whole finding yourself thing is like when that happens, like when did you lose yourself? When did you lose yourself and what version of yourself have you lost? And for me, that looks like me having developed different personality traits and ways of moving that either came from a place of survival or from a place of like protection for myself or for those that I was caring about. And I historically and inherently, I guess, move in a way that is self-sacrificing typically, which really just means if I love you, like if I actually real life love you, you can have anything. You can have anything and I will not hesitate to give it to you. What I've learned recently is that on this journey, 
I have encountered people who love me in ways that I have wanted my whole life. And that's friend love, that's romantic love, that's love, period. Like, I'm surrounded by that shit. But with that, when someone loves you in ways that are that huge and that are that magical, there's going to be some giving that also has to happen. And those people act as reflections for you. And when someone is showing you the ways of movement that are going to be like that are going to ultimately lead to your own demise, you can't ignore that shit. Like you can't ignore it in the same ways that you're able to ignore it when it's not as serious or as all in of a situation. And that's just, that's always kind of been the way that I moved. I will give and give and give even when my own shit is empty because I love you and because I never want you as a person that I love to experience reaching for someone specifically reaching for me and I don't show up or I don't give you that what has become clear is I've done that so much that I've kind of like buried myself and buried the parts that needed to be like sorted out as opposed to being compartmentalized and like put into the back of a closet and so when you are surrounded by love like that those closet doors get opened, right? Because you're open, you want to be expressive. Like y'all y'all know what it feels like. You meet a really good friend, you meet a magical person, like you fall in love. And that's whether it's like falling in love in your friendships or falling in love in your relationships. But those people make you want to express and they make you want to tell and they make you want to share. And that's beautiful until it gets to the ugly shit. And once you start getting into the ugly shit, then it's a little bit scarier, right? Because it's like, I haven't, been to this part of the closet in a long time. I packed this shit up a long time ago and I left it here. And now here you are wanting to go through this closet with me or these things are coming out of the closet themselves because we've opened these doors and existing in this love that we have. It sounds real beautiful and it is and also it's a little tough to look at the the parts of yourself that you smashed away or that you did whatever with out of a place of survival or out of fear or out of whatever the fuck, right? Like, we all have trauma. We all have, like, home and family dynamics that we have to navigate around whatever the fuck is happening in the world every day when you go out. Like, you have a lot of shit that you would have to clean yourself up for and put on an okay face but that shit will only work for so long before it's like blowing up in your face and you finding yourself crying in the bathroom at work that person was me if we're being real (laughs) um but you crying in the bathroom at work your family is doing whatever the fuck you in a corner somewhere having a hard time your best friends having time of their life and you have like set shit up so they could be good and then you go in and you having a hard time somewhere else. Like it's, it's a lot, but we do those things because we love these people and we want them to have the best and we don't want them to worry about us in addition to everything else they have going on, but, and worry about us and have that take away from the positive experiences that we're having. And so in moving through life in that way, you will eventually lose yourself you will become this person that you set yourself up to be 
But at some point, that shit is going to come back around and you're going to have to deal with it. And it's going to be real fucking weird. And so that's where I am. As I've had time to kind of like sit with myself and process through my emotions and how I show up in the world and how I want to show up in the world, there have been some instances, I'll say over the like last week, that those times when someone would need me or someone would need to like lean into me or require emotional or otherwise labor from me and having that happen when I am in the head and heart space that I am in was very tough. It was very tough because by default, like my first response is to like say fuck it to everything else, like whatever, I'll figure my shit out and just show up, right? But what's real is that I literally don't have the capacity to do that. And so being honest with myself in that way and realizing, okay, There are ways that I can show up and there are also ways that I'm just not going to be able to do that. And I need to be honest with myself and those around me about that. And that is a large part of me being my most authentic self is being honest about the capacity that I do have and not forcing any sort of presence or any sort of showing up because it's the way that I want to or it's the way that I feel like I should and that looks like me not participating in conversations when I don't want to it looks like me removing myself from group settings if I'm tired it is me declining people's phone calls it's all of those things and it's just actually allowing myself that space to just exist and to not have anyone need anything from me. And if we're keeping it entirely real, y'all, like this whole episode is a lot more emotional than I intended it to be. And that makes me have a lot of feelings. But again, I'm trying to show up as my most authentic self. And doing that sometimes is like, you know, sad boys club. If y'all are anything like I am, then you have noticed a shift Probably in the way that my voice sounds, in the way that the overall, can podcasts, can podcasts have energy? I guess they can, right? The overall, the, the overall mood, duh, of the episode has shifted, but that's because I'm literally, like, I'm coming to you guys as authentically as I can, most especially in this moment, as I'm also speaking about being my most authentic self. So every single episode that we do, like, yeah, we we edit stuff, but like I legit sit down and I say the things like I don't come in with a script. It's not like a thing. And this thing, especially where I'm sharing a journey of me getting, I guess, getting back to myself and getting to a point of of figuring out the proper balance between offering everything to the people that I love alongside my own self-preservation. With that, I will say that a very, an unexpected but positive, I guess, side effect of this time and of me being in a place where, where I am being so honest about where I am, what I need, what I can handle, what I am processing 
is that my friendships and my relationships have gotten so much more fulfilling. And I have shared a lot more of myself and have gained a lot more knowledge about myself and have been able to bend the ears of the folks who are the most important for me to show up for. And so it's been it's been a very a very gratifying experience on that side. And I've had some conversations where friends have shared like that exact thing with me and been like, I I will say that in watching you be in this very like volatile and tumultuous time, it has been nice to get this insight into who you actually are, like at your rawest self and being your your most raw self is hard, man. Like that that shit is tough. At least for somebody like me who likes to maintain like an overall calm, cool and co- calm, cool and collectedness. I couldn't even be calm, cool and collected about saying it. Not being that or not feeling like I'm okay. Fucks with a lot of things for me, whether that's like self-worth things and feeling like if I'm not okay, if I'm not able to show up for folks in the ways that I want to show up for them, then I'm not useful or I'm not fulfilling my side of that relationship. But we say so often that you can't pour from an empty vessel. But I was the nigga that was just like keeping my hand over top of the cup so you ain't know what was in there. But life done like tripped my ass and so I dropped my cup. It was real loud. Echo through the whole spot. People know now. But that that radical honesty and honoring of my most tender self has been an amazing component of that journey as well, just because I do so deeply value, at least at this point in my life, because I've always been tender. But like I said, you develop different things so that you can move through the world in a way that's going to allow you to be protected. But I'm tender. I don't have a time frame for y'all, but I've been focused very heavily on remaining that way and and also on encouraging my friends and loved ones to do that as well and to like use that as an act of being radical like you saying your softest self you being your most true self is a radical act because people don't want you to do that right like the world literally wants you to get rid of that shit to not be as soft to not be as open to not be as expressive to move through things in this very superficial, we're all fine here way. And that shit is not sustainable. And it will bring us to a point of not being able to fucking keep that shit up. And so do that. Like be your softest, most a mess, most not okay self. And be honest about it. Be honest about it with yourself. Be honest about it with your friends. Reach for people. Even even when that reach looks like you laying in your friend's lap and just crying for a little while, that's a real thing, right? Like you put those people around you for a reason. You, you choose your folks wisely. And if you were anything like me, you choose those folks, but you never actually like lean into those reasons that you choose them. And I'm working on that. And it feels nice and it feels good to see those people show up for me and to learn about them from a place of how they show up as opposed to showing up for them. But it's weird. It's a little bit awkward. Sometimes I don't know what to do with my hands. But 
I feel so loved. Even though I don't necessarily feel like my best self, I do feel like my truest self. And I think coming to terms with the fact that those things will exist in that way is the part that I'm still like journeying on and that I'm still working really, really hard at. But I have folks who are forcing me to do that and they're like, have your feelings, say the things, express, do all of the stuff, take the time and the space that you need because I'm here. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But do that, y'all. Like, lean into your people. Let them surround you. Go on those friend dates. Have those lazy days. Refill yourself. Like, isolate yourself for a little bit if you need to. Do the things. Your most authentic self is not going to always be your prettiest self. A lot of the times it will not be very pretty. But it's a journey. We build and shit. Blueprints don't always look great. I want to thank y'all for rocking with us again and coming back even though we missed y'all last week. This podcast has been produced and edited by Jessica Jupiter in partnership with Lifting Voices Productions. Thank y'all so much. Please make sure that you all rate, comment, subscribe, reach out to us via different social media things, listen to the playlist. We'll see y'all next time.